0: To jo- I did whatever mm. I had to do yeah. to take care of my son. Get- I bartended. She I did, did a bunch of stuff. She did whatever she had to do. <laughs> to and do. that's
1: key. That yeah. is key.
0: Get ready for the real estate show that takes you across the barriers and into the danger zone. That Bitch in Real Estate podcast with your host, Tenacious T. Bartended. Where did you bartend at? I bartended. I did special events, like, (laughs) just mainly, you know, like, all all over, probably. I mean, just on weekends, and then I would work during the week, you know. So I was just—I worked a lot, and then I was able to take care of him. And I set it up so I would be able to, you know, and take care of my son.
1: What did those years teach you about
0: yourself? Which years? (laughs) (laughs) All (laughs) of them. Which years? I
1: don't know. I'm going to say— from the age of six, when you first—your son was six, when, when you got married, again, to the nine and ten, what did you learn about yourself during that time that you ended up divorcing and becoming a single parent again? Why? Oh,
0: Okay it was okay in the beginning I was like miserable <laughs> like, yeah I was literally miserable yeah. like I'm like I can't do this anymore mm-hmm. I do think women I, I I will say some women when they check out they check out yeah. I don't think like we ever go back like Mm-mm. once I know I'm <laughs> something's done I'm kind of like okay this is I've had enough now I move on and I think I learned that like yes. and I don't I don't have to be dependent on anyone yes at all like yeah. I would never Never depend on somebody for some, because I don't need to. Right. You know what I mean? Like that. Right. So that, I guess that would be kind of my advice somewhat, you know, like to someone struggling with that.
1: When I look at you and when I stalk you, because I do, <laughs> I, I see someone that's very elegant, that's very poised, that's very intelligent and very sure of herself. But it wasn't always like that. When you went through this stage where you were miserable... You had to figure out at some point that you were worth more than that. Is that what led to maybe the divorce and deciding that you deserved better?
0: Yeah, I think it was it was that I mean I had I had some advice like outside um like the it was a couple like they were Christian like mm-hmm. the other church I went to and they were also giving me this advice, you know? And so I feel like that was somewhat helpful because I trusted them. They were like a married couple and I they knew everything, everything that happened. Like, so they, and this was the advice they were giving and it was through like a church, you know, Mm -hmm. where I would say they, if it wasn't, like, typically they would be that person. Like you were saying, right. oh, stay no matter what. You have yes. a kid. You can never leave. You could right. divorce. Oh, divorce is a sin. They weren't like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the fact that they were the complete opposite, it made me trust them even more. Right. And they would have paid for it. They even were like, we'll Aww. pay for you to do that. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Give that money to someone else. I can pay the move and yes. leave. You just set your mind to the fact that you needed to find something better for yourself. Yeah. And then I always knew it would be okay. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I would manage. If I have to move from a huge house into an apartment for six months, it's okay. Let's clean (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah, It's okay. As long as it is clean and as long as it is safe and as long as my son is eating food, you know, that wouldn't bother me. But I think a lot of people maybe— that would mess with their self-esteem, mm-hmm. right? Like, it would. oh, yeah. I'm i i am living high on the hog and I have to move in a park, big deal. Like, yes. if you think you can't live in the apartment for six months, I mean, give me a break, yes. you know? There's people living on the street.
1: And there is that, there is that element of, you know, oh my gosh, I have to give up everything that I have. No, because everything that you have is actually that child and mm-hmm. your soul inside yeah. you. I can remember... Taking one suitcase and my two babies and living in a okay apartment and going to get a box of food, you know. And I mm-hmm. would eat Top Ramen and they would have the food, but I I was free. Yes. A free to do what I felt I needed to do with my life without having to answer to someone.
0: Yeah.
1: And having that one or two people of a support group was mm-hmm. all I needed. I just needed someone to understand a little bit so that I had kind of a soundboard But like you, I was very focused and I was very determined. And it didn't matter that I was in an apartment or working three jobs. What mattered was I knew that I could finally show them who their mom really was
0: Mm -hmm.
1: without being miserable. Yeah. So, again, bringing this up is to help those families out there that feel like that they have nowhere to go, especially in this pandemic. You know, they, they can't let go of this because they'll have to downgrade to that. And right now, our world, more than ever, just needs you to find that space where you can be a happy person. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you're driving or what you're wearing or where you're living. Mm-hmm. It's about what you're doing on a daily basis to create joy for yourself and for your family. There's a man, again, Anthony Venna <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sauntered into your life. Uh, I was similar to you, too. No one got to meet my children until I met my husband. I'm like, and it was Two months later, I think, and it was breakfast, and it was like, okay, this is just a friend of mine, boys. (laughs) It was a slow thing. Yeah. We all in the industry know Anthony. We love him, but he's a Jersey Italian, which probably reminded you of, you know, (laughs) New York. I, I was like, how did he? But like, even get your attention because you're such a strong woman. And, and, you know, for him, he's, like, on cloud nine all the time. But I'd love to hear the
0: story of how you guys met. He's from Philly, Pennsylvania, though. Yeah, you, know, you know, but the Well, yeah, acts like all. the Jersey guy. I know, which is so funny. Um, he So a friend of ours set us up, and she's in your business. Um, mm-hmm. She uh is a realtor and— Realtor, I always say realtor, yeah, but realtor. Realtor. realtor, everybody says <laughs> I even say, yeah. and um, it was kind of like a blind date. She said, and I've never go on, I've never gone on a blind date. So she's like, oh, you have to go with this guy, and he's so <laughs> nice, and I'm like, okay, but then I I felt nervous. I'm like, I don't know, you know? Yeah. She goes, well, you guys will become really good friends, Tara, even if you don't like him, you know, in a like an emotional, you know, yes, level, relationship you'll probably level. be friends. Yes. And so I said, okay, I'll do it. And our first date, he, we met, I wouldn't let him pick me up. I had to drive <laughs> myself and he wanted me to meet at stake 44, which was like really oh, nice. Yes. I'm like, how nice, you know, if your first date. So, yes. um, and then it was just a bunch of stuff like that. Every other, it would be only on weekends because I would, I wouldn't see my son on the weekends. Yes. He would visit his dad at the time, so that's the only time I would see Anthony. And um, but it was always something like very well planned out, very nice, (laughs) high end. It was never like, oh, we're gonna meet. I don't know somewhere. We're gonna have a slice of pizza
1: in the park. It's never right. (laughs) Which actually, that's kind of cute.
0: Yeah, so it was stuff. And then he was always like very polite and stuff. He wasn't like trying to like sleep with me right anything like that you know respected you as a woman yeah which was nice yes Mm -hmm. yeah if
1: you ask him it was totally love at first sight and he just head over heels but you know he knew that he had to really show you who he was how did you obviously you'd been through a difficult situation Mm -hmm. you approached this with caution but he made you smile. That's that's what I see in a lot of your
0: pictures. Did mm-hmm. he make you
1: smile? And is that kind of the first impression that you got of him?
0: Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it was, he was, yeah, he was funny and nice and polite and everything. And um, he was different than some, like, complete opposite mm-hmm. of the last, you know, relationship I was in. So he, I think that was a big thing for me. And also, um, like thinking outside of the box. I think a lot of women have this thing in their head that they're constantly have to be like, okay, this is my list and I have to be with this, this, yes. this, this. And I'm like, and if I don't have those, th- oh, the guy is bald or he has a belt, who cares about right. some of those? But they, if they are they don't follow that to a T, then they're not happy. I think yeah. like if I was thinking out of the box, okay, well, there's a couple things and he's completely different than... Anybody, I guess I've been with, yeah. I would say, yeah. right? Yeah, and it was perfect. So it was like the perfect match, and I was glad because if we had met, say, a year prior, we probably wouldn't be together yeah. today. Like we would, it, we wouldn't have, because we right. would have been in different places. He would yeah. have been in a different place in his life, and me too. So
1: you cannot special order love. You can't. No, you can't. Love, real love. Yeah, not just infatuation or this person, because I think that's what happens in some of these relationships. I know that's what happened in mine is I was just like, oh my gosh, it's love. Yes, he's a jerk, but it's love. You know, love is very, very deep in a way that they support your wishes, your dreams. They want to see you be this beautiful, independent person that we truly are inside. Mm. And they're there behind us as, as the rock, the one to lean on, the support group.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: for me I never had that you Mm -hmm. know I had a friend or whatever but my current husband has been that for me Mm -hmm. and I feel that that's what makes a strong woman is having someone who loves you enough to respect you and support you that part was probably very foreign to you Mm -hmm. to have someone like that in your life
0: yeah I think so yeah
1: so six months went by, and he finally got to meet your son.
0: And it was like what you say. It was funny. Like, we were at the gym once, and I introduced him as, like, my friend. You know, it was yes. kind of like that, like, where he met him before that. But, I mean, where he really came around, it was six yeah. months. And it was – we got that da- – we got Stella, Yeah. and she um, – my son loved her. And we would, like – he would say, Mom, can we go to Anthony's house so we can, <laughs> like – See the dog, can we Aww. go see Stella? And so we would go and um very smart, very mm. smart man. You
1: get the dog and say, You can you can come see her, you gotta come over.
0: <laughs> For sure. So that kind of like closed the whole deal with him. Well, I think the timing is important. Yes. Like I don't think if you bring a kid around somebody like right away and God forbid it doesn't work out. now right. your son is like very confused. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. No, it's not. Yeah. I,
1: and you know, I don't want to point out to people that you have to wait and you should be doing this I just know what worked for me and obviously this is the way it worked for you and it worked for my kids too Mm -hmm. and it's obviously working for yours you want to make sure when you bring someone into your family's life that it is going to be someone that supportive and be there Mm -hmm. for them for you And uh, this is a later relationship for you. This isn't, you know, a young spring, I'm in my 20s love. This Mm -hmm. is a later love for you. Mm -hmm. You can find love later in life. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to occur before children. It Mm -hmm. can occur later. And Anthony's a little bit older, too. I think he's closer to my age. I'm still older than him. How did you decide that you were ready to get into a marriage again? What made you say yes to this magnificent man?
0: (laughs) Well, he'll tell you, like I just um at first I was like I will never get married again ever. <laughs> that's and he and he <laughs> <Nope>. knew that. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> but he wanted me to move in and then I would never move in with some someone. Because yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna live that's nope. another thing. I've I never <laughs> lived with someone my <laughs> yeah. whole life unless I was married. Yeah. So um I'm I said no, I'm not gonna do that. And then he had I think he had asked one of my best friends, well, what would it take for Tara to move in with me? And she she goes, Tara would never do that. Yeah. You have to get her a ring or something. He goes, yeah. Oh, I'll get I'll do that. Yeah. So I said, okay. <laughs> it, so he he did give me a ring, but it wasn't proposal. Uh, it was kind of like, and he even said that yeah. at the time. <laughs> That's this so is funny. just a commitment. It was kind of like a promise ring. A and, promise ring. And people were <laughs> like, That's no promise ring, because it was like a beautiful ring. Right. You know, like A promise <laughs> ring is like like a kid's ring or something, right. you know. So um he did that, and I was happy. And, and I was—it was in December, and I moved in February. Mm-hmm. My lease—I—I I was going month to month anyway, but I said I'll just come in February. And then we were there a whole nother year before we got married. I mean, we lived together for yes. a year before we got married. But it was just kind of, I don't know how it really happened. I mean, it, because at first we weren't going to, and then we were real clear on that. And then mm-hmm. we just decided, okay, knowing, he started planning. Uh-huh.
1: Knowing <laughs> Anthony. He knew all along. <laughs> he was he, planning he it. He was very slowly, well, let's just promise each other, well, you know. Yeah. yeah. He, he That man knew what he wanted, and he went for it, and he got it. <laughs> Good for him.
0: And it was the cruise. We went on a cruise, yes, you know. Yes. It was, so.
1: it was beautiful. I got to see the pictures. It was during all of this time you know from the time your son was smaller and being a single mom to being married and then divorcing and then finding someone that you're dating again and living together you're still running your business you're still this this trainer nutritionist how are you able to balance that because that can be really confusing for a lot of single parents people wanting to get in relationships was it all about that focus
0: I'm pretty much, like, a goal-oriented person. I want to work. Like, I'm not, like, a lazy (laughs) – for me, it's my personality. It would be hard for me to stay at home and do nothing, you know, like, just – or just raising my kids, you know. But um, I I just feel like it's just in my nature. Mm -hmm. I don't want to – like, I get bored easily. I want to move and do stuff, right? So – I don't even care what it is, I just wanna be doing it.
1: You, you want <laughs> you know. to continue working on yourself, who you are as an individual. And again, similar to me, I adore my children. I absolutely adore them. And I did take four years when my twins were little and I was home the entire time and it was hard for me. Mm-hmm. I don't have that patience, I just don't. And there's so many other things that would go through my mind that I wanted to accomplish. Hats off to the ones that can, like you mm-hmm. said, that there is no escape when you're at home from yeah. anything. You know, you, you have to somewhat step outside of that, whether it's, you know, writing poetry or whatever it is you're doing, working out, yeah. to, to realize that you still are your own human. You know, yes, you are a wife, and yes, you are a mother, and yes, you're a fur baby mom, and, but we still have something deep within us that we always need to explore and expand mm-hmm. on. I see a lot of faith in you and Anthony, and faith sounds like it's been existing in your life for a long time. Is that kind of a go-to for you? Do you have a lot of faith in God or spirituality?
0: Mm-hmm. I do. I would say we're um, we, we a little different. We both have faith in God. I mean, he's Catholic, mm-hmm. and I don't practice you know, Catholicism mm-hmm. and but he, you know, so but we respect each other and what he believes and what I believe. We it's still the same. We all believe in yes. the same thing, right? We all believe in God. So yes. whether you say it's through this way or that way, I mean, it doesn't really matter as long as we all believe, right? Yes. That's how I think yes. now. A lot of Christians might not believe that way, but I don't I don't care, you know what yes. I mean? It's like, that's right. just what I believe. So um, I would say faith is a big factor because if, when someone has faith in something other than themselves, mm-hmm. like bigger than themselves, I feel it it grounds you, like yes. it keeps you humble, yes. right? Yes, humble so, is key. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it yeah. just grounds you. So, and if I didn't have that and everything was in, on me, I probably would be a lot mm-hmm. more insecure mm-hmm. or I would feel like a failure or I yes. would feel like I screwed up or more because I feel like I'm above God. Like that's right. that's exactly. kind of it. Like yes. I'm not above. So I already know all this if I think I am just what I am, you yes. know, so that's what gives me like peace of mind. Mm-hmm. It does.
1: I like to think, and I, I heard this analogy a while ago, I like to think of god and everyone's i'm talking everyone's version of what god is the belief is a big white piece of paper and that big white piece of paper exploded into billions and billions of pieces which became religions belief spirituality and all fell to earth and now we're all trying to find all those pieces and bring them back together again Mm -hmm. i really feel that that's what is happening with this pandemic is we're seeing the polarization yes of humanity and anger and fear yet there's more of us Like you and i who recognize and respect the fact that the foundation of god really is just our spirituality that we can find within Mm -hmm. and the more of those pieces that come together the more whole that we will be Mm -hmm. and it's respecting my husband's catholic too i'm baptized catholic but i'm a total (laughs) woo-woo you know i read cards and i look at different things it really is all about seeing that each puzzle piece has its own color its own shape its own size some of them are corner pieces and edge pieces. But really, we're just filling in the middle, man. Yeah. Filling in the middle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you and Anthony are such a beautiful example of that. Oh. Okay. It, 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 it is so inspiring to see the respect that you have for each other, especially you guys have to go on and check out Anthony's stuff. He is a, just a crazy, <laughs> loud, but like loving human. And it, it's really nice to see that a woman who is strong and powerful actually had a point in her life where she was brought down. She was brought down and she was hurt and she found a way to turn her life around and become independent again and find love again. I want to ask you about
0: uh, patchouli. Okay, I had to Google this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, it's funny. So I was telling a client this yeah. today. She she asked me, "Well, what is she gonna add?" And I go, "I don't know, but I knew about the." <laughs> yes. She goes, "Patchouli is disgusting, Tara. <laughs> Why do you like that?" And I go, "I think it reminds me of when I lived in California. Yeah, I had a friend that would wear." patchouli. He would mix it, two oils. It was patchouli and vanilla together. Ah. And he was like a hippie type, you know, and I loved the smell. I remember loving it. I'm like, I love this. And then I would wear it, which is weird too, but I was like 18, 19. So then I would wear it, but um, I still like it actually. I don't know why, like, what is it even made out of? Do you know? So when I Googled it, (laughs) because my other guest, Danny, Zalesko, that's
1: also one of his. That's believe it or not, weird. And I've no never way. heard of it. Yeah, it is. Oh, interesting. Apparently, hippies use it to cover up the scent of marijuana. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's the history of it. But it, it comes from a mint-type plant, but I guess it has a very sweet, spicy, musky smell to it. Yes. And uh, now I'm very curious. I'm going to have to go out and find some a patchouli and uh, definitely give it a smell. That makes sense then, because yeah. I yeah. like
0: the sweet, kind of like that musky, sweet, it's like almost. It's used
1: in candles. It's used in perfumes. It's used in oils. It's actually a very popular Scent used in a base of mixing and making other scents. So I I thought that that was fascinating. (laughs) So I also asked you about your favorite animal (laughs) and why. And you said, black panther, sleek, sexy, calm, fierce, and fast. (laughs) I asked that because I saw a program that said that's actually how you think of yourself.
0: (gasps) Interesting.
1: And again, reiterates that you are a strong, confident woman who's come a very, very long way. I feel that you have the mental capacity to encourage, especially women, to seek a healthier body, a healthy lifestyle. How do they get a hold of you when it comes to your business?
0: Through social media, right? Social media. So, yeah, yeah. So Terra Penna. For you,
1: we're going to use the basis of fitness, because that's kind of what, that is your forte, right, is, okay. is fitness. And I think that uh, this should be an interesting set of questions. We are going into the famous questions right now. Oh, gosh. Right? Okay. <laughs> so when it comes to fitness, what is your favorite word?
0: Favorite word.
1: Favorite word in fitness.
0: Um, I, I'll, I have to say consistency. Consistency. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> because if you're not consistent, nothing's going to happen, right? Yeah. Consistency is key, well, with anything, but especially with fitness. You and I'm going to take this back to where it took you 2 years to really feel like you were getting back into the shape after your baby, but you were consistent for 2 years, weren't you? Mm-hmm. You didn't really totally push yourself, you just stayed consistent, correct? Yes. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, along the same lines, what is your least favorite word?
0: In, In fitness? In fitness,
1: yeah. Least favorite.
0: Oh, gosh. Um, let's say Least favorite word would be hard. I mean, maybe I'm sore, I <laughs> yes. guess. Like,
1: that <laughs> would be awesome. one. <laughs> I'm sore. Yeah. Yes, then that does happen <laughs> quite often. <laughs> Meathead, you know, I'm sore. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's... If you're not sore, it's probably really not working, right? Yeah. That That is a part of fitness. I do want to ask you, though, when
0: you're really, really, really sore— do you have any cure-alls, or is it just get back in there and stretch? No, I would do Epsom salt bath oh. with green alcohol. Have you ever done that? No. Oh, you have oh to my try God. it. Well, You'll I'm glad I'm recording it. this. I'm going to have to write it's it down. It's like the best thing ever. Well, a UFC fighter told me like to oh, do okay. it. Like, when I okay. And I tried it. Love it. You basically just put the Epsom salt in. Mm-hmm. I use the whole bag, but the small bags. Mm-hmm. And four bottle. Well, you're tiny, so you might use two. Okay. A guy, like a big guy would use four. Yeah. And the bath has to be as hot, when I say hot, Almost like burning hot. Oh, okay. Like your skin's in that red. and you will let li- sit and it's just it does wonders. What's green the alcohol. Green,
1: like green alcohol, like it's like a
0: ment a menthol, like a eucalyptus. I oh, don't, okay.
1: So you can get it at it's Walgreens? It's amazing. Or just- they sell
0: it everywhere. The dollar store. Oh, you can so buy it online. T- I'm so gonna try this. Yes. I might have to edit in the end of this. How You're it gonna worked. love it. <laughs> It'll awesome. be your new thing. Yay. Yes.
1: On a daily basis. Let's say you had to do training, and and you had a a session with a client, (laughs) and then you had your son, and you went to a sports thing, and it's you were exhausted. The day before was really, really long, and you have to get up at like 4.30 a.m. the next day. What is your turn on?
0: My turn on? What turns you
1: on? What gets you going? What is that thing that says, come on, you got to
0: get out of bed? Um... I guess it would. I would say, what, him, right? Oh, is that what you like, say? Yeah.
1: But... <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So
0: you have to get up at 530 and you
1: open your eyes. What is your turn on? What gets you going?
0: I just look right next to me.
1: <laughs> Besides the beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that
0: works. <laughs> that, that works. Uh, the, the, that absolutely works. That was an easy one. What is my turn on? I <laughs> would say that. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, for sh- I mean. That yeah, definitely.
1: He looked at me and he's like, "Have you looked at my wife? Have you seen my <laughs> wife?" <laughs> Duh! <laughs> like that is so cute. I love that. So it's it's that partnership. It's that true dedication to each other that you know you have to get up and be your best self because you want to be.
0: Yeah, I would say that for sure. You say a turn on. Yeah, yeah then that's it would the be thing. that. Yeah. But if it was like, what's your, the you know, why do you get out of bed? And mm-hmm. then, and it wasn't like a turn on, I yes. would say other people too. Like, mm-hmm. probably I wouldn't want to let down or like, you know, my dog or something. Yeah. You oh, yeah. yeah. The dogs won't let you,
1: <laughs> dip, you know. Yeah. Along the same lines, what turns you off?
0: Turns me off. I. Don't, like, can't handle hypocrisy. Yes. I can't yeah. handle that. So yeah. it's, like, one thing, like, none of us are perfect. So to say, you know, this person's doing that and that person, but you're not doing something or you're right. doing the same. How right. does that make sense? So I would say that's the one thing that bothers me the most or – and. It, it could be something simple like, oh, I hate messy people, but you're a messy person. Right. Why are you saying that when <laughs> you're a slob? You've got food or, in your sink. Or, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. I can't stand that. There
1: is a lot of that
0: a lot. right now. Yes, a yeah. lot. Um, you know, and I, I'm
1: not, I won't speak politically. So we don't have to go there. But I will say that has been coming out of the woods A little bit more than usual, the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah. Well, this person should have done this and the whole world would have been different. Yeah. Yada yada yada. But what are you doing? Yeah. To not contribute to that same type of attitude, right?
0: Trying not to uh watch, you know, the news so much or like, you know, Mm -hmm. Just that you know, trying yes. to stay away from a lot of that, yeah. I would say. But it's it's somewhat impossible at times because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's always around. You know, you just, you, you know. spend
1: a lot of time outside, and you spend all the, up north. You have a cabin up north, yeah. and and you do escape from that. And when you do put feeds of thoughts into your social media, they are facts and inspirations that you want to draw attention to without harming at the same time? Is that just how you are naturally? Are you really taking the time to think about your messages that you put out there? I'm saying this for a reason, because we need to start thinking about the messages we're
0: putting out there. I'd say I'm that way naturally, mm-hmm. pretty much. If if it's something you know, some things, like if I posted something, like I probably would think before I, there's stuff I would never even do. Like there's stuff I might even think I would never even post, you know? That is key. That's the thing. You can think it, don't post (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah. So I wouldn't even do that or even go there. So I would say, you know, there's a fine line and I feel, you know, we all have the right, to have our own opinion, we mm-hmm. don't have to agree. Right. That's the th- that's the yes. thing. You might, but that doesn't make me not like you as a person. That's what that's hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Like I could still like you and love you, and you and I are complete opposites. Yeah. Have beliefs, and that's okay. Yes. I can respect you, love you, everything, and I feel like we've gotten to a point where people are refusing to do that. Yes, Like they're like, you are this or that. And yeah. they're acting like they're perfect or something. Yes. And they can't, just because you they don't agree with you, They you're a bad person yes. or they hate you. And some people don't even know anything about your life, your mm-hmm. past, anything mm-hmm. about you, what you've been through. Right, They have no right to even be that way. And then there are people that know you super well and they still would say yes. something like that which is shocking <laughs> yes it's actually it's yeah it's hurtful it's shocking and it's like okay i mean can't we all fine. just
1: get along yeah. can't we agree <laughs> to disagree and just all get along and that that is the point of a conversation yes it makes it stimulating to have different points of view which we always walk away shaking hands and big hugs and it's okay man yeah all right so um this is The audience's favorite question. We will bleep it out so that
0: your son can listen. What is your favorite swear word? Oh, swear word? Mm -hmm. Um, Every, I guess I have to say, fuck, right? I mean, I don't
1: It's such a good word. <laughs> yeah, because that's the only thing I really use. Yeah. If you think yeah. about it.
0: and I say it I used to never ever swear ever. Really? I and I like I hung my hat on it like I was very anti-swear. Oh I love it. And then after Anthony swears a lot. So I like started <laughs> yes. swearing more.
1: What is your favorite curse word? And we will bleep this out. So it's family friendly. Favorite curse word. Fungal. <updates> fungal. F- ad- F- I like that. Fungal. is a fungal. And it's, that basically means f- yeah, off, right? F- off, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Didn't mean yeah, to do yeah, the bigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're allowed to say that. Yeah. I'm, Live, so I'm on Facebook On gonna... the edited, we will bleep that but out. But on Facebook Live. Yeah, you just that. heard it, people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's out of habit now. And I, I almost like, oh, why am I saying that? It comes out. And I'm like, because I used to hate it. I guess I can relate to that because when I had my first two children, I was like,
1: oh, I'm never going to swear around them. I also said I would never feed them French fries or anything else. <laughs> that ha- that like, <laughs> did not happen. is a word that can be used in any capacity, anywhere, anytime <laughs> for expression and for an intelligent discussion. Yeah. I've decided. Okay, it's good. It's been said and it's done. Good. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So, again, on a very personal note – what is your favorite noise or sound?
0: Um, noise or sound. Sa- I really am into music. Like mm-hmm. I'm a music lover. Yeah, you so are. So I love music. And it will um I guess I would have to say an instrument. But yes. I mean, but it goes like I like all instruments. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. sir. I can't pick I love drums, I love the bass, maybe a saxophone, like violin. I what don't does know. music do for you? like everything. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. everything, yeah. I think. I think it clears your head, your mind. Um, it's. It can be emotional. It can be very ha- – it can make you happy. It can make you sad. It can make, you know, nostalgic.
1: This is a big topic for me right now. And again, one of the reasons I'm having this other guest on the show after this is we need music. Mm-hmm. I – could not have made it through the loss of my son if it wasn't for being able to drive in my car and listen to music to get mm-hmm. me through the most difficult moments of my life. Mm-hmm. And the pandemic has made it so we can't get together and raise the roof and screaming and joy and hear this live. This is a very very difficult thing for it us is right hard. now. Yeah. And it, it it is so true. It's the universal language and we need to bring it back. I, if I come up with an idea I'm going to call you right away Please. but um yeah music music is an essential essential noise or sound yeah <laughs> for sure do you have a favorite band
0: my well, my favorite yeah. is Stevie Nicks, yeah. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. I mean, I think you but, know that. Yeah, yeah it's, I do. <laughs> that's my all-time favorite. <laughs> yes, She's yes. the best, and we—I bought her virtual concert during this. Mm-hmm. You know, she had one. Yeah. So yeah. I bought it, and um, it was amazing. I mean, but I've seen her live. Yes. So I've seen her live twice and Fleetwood Mac once, and there's nothing like that. But it was it was very good. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I'd buy anyone else's live necessarily. Right. Like, what
1: was that like? I've never been. In in the room with Stevie Nicks, is it is she just as magical as they say she is? Oh, you mean yeah. like person? like yeah, like seeing seen her sing oh, it in gosh. person, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, she's like and an angel. Like yeah. she, and she's what, in her 70s, her yeah. voice is- Beautiful un, It's the same as it was. So what noise or sound do you dislike very much? Do I dislike? Um, I don't know. I maybe I, I dis. I don't necessarily like like dogs barking yes. like <laughs> like obnoxiously, you know. Yes. <clears throat> like my dog, for some reason, she doesn't bark hardly ever. I thought it was something with the breed. It's.
1: I think it's male dogs because I have two boys, one girl. She she's a lot like your Stella, my girl. She just stays by my side. She sleeps with me. She just she's my yeah. she's my it girl. But the boys are always walking the perimeter, and, always, and I have to call them in all the time. And I completely agree with you. It's okay to let me know there's something going on, but stop letting me know after the first couple of barks, please. Constant, yeah. yeah. That, that is, and when I, I will say, as a real estate agent showing homes, and we go in the backyard, I'm always like, yep, that will never go away. <laughs> <I> remember <laughs> that sound when you're considering this house. So Yes. Um, okay. Oh, this is an interesting one. So take fitness off the table. And let's take uh, restaurant work off the table, too. <laughs> what profession would you have chosen and why? Take yourself back to maybe high school or what, would what you done. would have pursued <laughs> if if you would have thought
0: of that dream back in high school or early 20s. I would say like a fashion designer probably. Nice. I, would, I would like yeah. be interested. Yeah, I would think. I could
1: totally see that with yeah. you. So let's see. Maybe we can do some sort of fashion, fitness. <laughs> I think you still have a chance at doing that. Yes, I designer. do. Yeah. I, you know, if I you went... look at her site, she, you do wear cute clothes all the time. I have to admit that, yeah. Oh, you're sweet. So cute. I usually like two answers to this question. Okay. So I'm going to give you a second to think about it. But the first one will be, I want you to think of someone famous, celebrity, in history, dead or alive, that you would have dinner with and why?
0: Oh, uh, this is easy. I would uh, wait, a, a, a politician a fam- uh, or no, just anyone just famous?
1: A, a famous person yeah. in history
0: oh, okay. that you would have I would say with. Prince for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh my God. You know, I
0: would love to have dinner with him. Yes, yeah. yeah. He would be my top <laughs>
1: So in this book uh, that I just read, which usually I have a gift, but this was such a short little time to get this ready. I'm going to get you a signed copy of Danny's book. And it's got stories of Stevie and Prince. And and in there, he tells this really cool story of Prince. He had to have the room filled with carnations and one other flower that had to be shipped in from another country for him to do the show. And he said that he hadn't seen Prince live yet. He was still kind of up and coming. And he got to meet him backstage and he was going to go up on stage. And he's like, hi, I haven't I haven't seen you yet. Prince went out. He said it was the best show that he's ever seen. Prince came back and said, you are baptized now. Wow. That's, that's how confident that man was. And wow. he, he said he was tiny, but he was sexy. Yeah. And when he got his his outfit on and he did his hair, he was a different person yeah. when he went out there on stage. For so sure. I, I would totally Agree with you on that one. Where would you take him? To dinner? Yeah.
0: Um, oh gosh, somewhere, well, there's this cool restaurant actually in Vegas called Marrakesh. Have you ever been there? Uh-huh. It's really cool. You sit on the floor on, um, pillows and they have like live belly dancing Ooh. and they wash your hands with like rose water and you oh. eat with your fingers and I, I would it. take them somewhere like that. Yes. Oh, yeah. that would be perfect. Yeah. Oh. That would be cool. Cause yeah. Yeah. For not sure. like a sit down, yes. you know, stuff. stuffy. Yeah. No,
1: no, not at all. Not steak 44, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) You have that certain something that when I look at people, I watch a lot of people, and that's why I had you on the show. You do have that certain inspiration, not to say that you're a prophet or anything (laughs) like that, but people can look to you because you lead in love. That is my driving force for this year is people that lead in love. From the conversation that we've had from the people that you would choose to have dinner with, you can tell that you exude and crave Joy and I thank you
0: so much for that's coming so on the show thank you I think the same about you oh thank you <laughs> so
1: tell them again how how they can get a hold of you and uh, do you have time
0: for more clients right I now I do I have some time I mean I've been uh, doing a lot of stuff yeah but I mean definitely day, during the day yes. I do I can good. always take good yeah, and then someone... you can still do some virtual
1: training yes and, and helping meal people or
0: preparation or yes. meal like planning that kind of stuff that's as wonderful. well that's wonderful yeah for them
1: well yeah. Tara thank you for coming on thank the show this is well, beautiful. This you. is Kimberly Toko, Tenacious T. Out! <laughs> I've been
0: through heartaches I've been to heaven I've done my best and my worst Learned my lessons No matter how hard My life would treat me I'd always get right back up Never worry